Today, we are going to go through an exercise where we are going to reflect on the year 2023 before we can do some planning for the new year to set a vision for the new year. It's so crucial for us to do that reflection to see how the year went, you know, what we are proud of, what we accomplished, or maybe even what were the challenges. And so, in this episode, We are going to do just that. So make sure that you grab your journal. I'm going to share with you five journal prompts that you can work through. And I'm also going to share a little bit about what I wrote down for my personal reflection, just to give you some context and to just give you some ideas of what this reflection can look like so that you can do this for yourself and then get yourself set up to, like I said, create that space and that foundation for you to look ahead into the new year and to really set a vision that is aligned with where you are now and where you want to go in the future. So I want you to grab your journal. We're going to dive right in. But before we do that, if you want 2024 to be the year that you become who you're made to be, head to the link in the show notes. It's right at the top. You can book a free 20-minute discovery call to see if it might be a good fit for us to work together to help you to set that vision for where you want to go in your life and create aligned, sustainable goals for you to achieve that, to make 2024 your year, the year where you go from feeling stuck and overwhelmed and unfulfilled to the year where you are thriving in your role as a mother and who you are as a person so that you can feel confident and at peace and excited about life. Let's work together on that. Head to the link in the show notes, sign up for that free 20 minute discovery call. We can see if we'd be a great fit to work together. So let's go ahead and dive right into today's episode. Hey mama, welcome to the Made to Be podcast where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up, preclaim your confidence and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, mama four and certified life coach. And I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents and dreams that he's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. So as we head into the new year, our minds are bending toward the future to think about what's to come, what possibilities are going to unfold in our lives. But there is so much value in looking back on the current year to gain awareness of everything that we've experienced, you know, everything that we've been challenged by, anything that we have accomplished. And so to do a yearly reflection can be a really powerful tool to help you move into the new year with hope, with gratitude, and with more intention when it comes to living a truly fulfilling life and standing in your purpose. And 
the idea of a yearly review, you know what comes to mind if you listen on Spotify, if you use that app, at the end of the year, they do something called wrapped, right? So what they'll do is they'll create a series of stories, kind of like what you might see on Instagram, the story feature on Instagram, they will create a storyline for you and share, you know, looking back on the year, what did you listen to? What was your most played artist? And it's really cool because people can really see, I think, especially with music, it kind of provides that portal to memory and like, okay, this song, I was listening to this so much because of what was going on in my life at that time. It can really help to bring to mind kind of what you've been going through in the year. And so I know so many people love to see what their Spotify wrapped says, what it was that they listened to. And it was actually interesting for me to go through my own. And like I said, it can trigger, you know, memories. It can bring to mind, you know, how you kind of moved through the year. And I'll share more on that in a little bit. But doing a yearly reflection is kind of the same thing, right? We're not just, you know, reflecting on the music that we listen to, but we are reflecting on how we lived our lives. And that is so important because it really helps you to gain perspective about where you are right now, maybe where you started at the beginning of the year. And you can kind of see, you know, did I make any, you know, big changes in my life? Does does life feel like it hasn't really changed that much? Do I feel like I wanted to grow in a specific way? And did I do that? Or maybe I had some goals that now I'm looking back, I'm realizing that I didn't end up reaching. And all of that's okay. There's no judgment, no matter where you find yourself as you do this yearly reflection, the point of it is to just bring awareness. How did you show up this year so that you can start to move into the next year, like I said, with more intention and um, more fine-tuned planning. So for this episode, I really want to encourage you to go get your journal, get a notebook, and you know, just allow yourself to look back on 2023 and where it has brought you today so that you can have a much clearer starting point for creating a vision for 2024. So that said, let's go ahead and go through these prompts that I have for you. These reflection prompts, you can go through them one by one and just write down your thoughts and see what comes up. Okay. So for prompt number one, write down if 2023 had a theme, it would be blank. So write down what that would be for you. So Maybe 2023 was the year that you focused on your health or maybe your spiritual growth. Maybe it was a year where you felt like you were just in survival mode for most of the year. Maybe it was a year where you were trying to slow down and cultivate rest more. What was that for you? For me, I would say that the theme for me would have been basically finding and repairing the leaks in my life. And when I say that, what I mean is finding the areas in our family's lives where, you know, there are things that need attention, but we kind of always push it to the side because it's not, it's not on fire, right? It's not urgent. We don't really need to give our attention to it in this moment. There's this saying, I'm not sure who actually said it, but it's something to the effect of that good is the enemy of great. And for me, you know, that means like, Obviously, if we're in a good place, if we're not feeling like there's too much 
pressure in any one area of our life, you know, we feel like we're kind of coasting through. Sometimes it's easy to stay there and not really find ways to improve or, like I said, you know, make them great, make them excellent. And so just to give you some tangible examples, you know, our finances here in the family, we're blessed with a good income. But with that blessing, you know, we felt called to steward that better. And so we actually invested into some financial coaching to really help us fine tune our budgeting, to really get us set up for better financial planning for, you know, making sure we're saving for, you know, events that might not happen for years down the road, right? So that's one area that we really wanted to focus on and really get on the same page with. It's helped uh, my husband, Damon, and I, it's helped us to really do better communicating about our finances because oftentimes it can end up falling on one person's shoulders. And so I feel like it helped us become you know, a better team in that area. Now, of course, that isn't the only area that I wanted to give attention to. There were things in our relationship that I wanted to focus on. There were home projects that we needed to pay attention to. But just to kind of give you that example of what that means for me, the theme for my 2023 was a lot about just focusing on those not so urgent things that we were kind of neglecting. So taking it back around to you, think about what the theme was for your 2023 and begin to journal on what that means for you. Question number two for this yearly reflection are for you to just write down what are the highlights? What were the highlights of 2023? You know, what were some of your more cherished memories from the past year? What images stand out in your mind? And this is really important to just think about and ponder because oftentimes we can forget the good things that happened in the past year. We can take those things for granted. So it's just really important to give yourself that time and space to consider as you mentally go through each month, January through December, what stood out to you about each of those months? What blessings did you experience? For me, what stands out is at the beginning of the year, my husband surprised me with a trip to go see John Mayer, who is an artist that I really love. And it was such a cool experience to go and be able to see him in concert. We stayed at a really cool historic boutique, like apartment style hotel. And it was just really great to get away with just him as, you know, parents of for littles under nine. That's not something that happens too often. So that was definitely a highlight for me, as well as taking a family trip with the girls. They absolutely loved it. For them, it's the highlight of their year. We went on an extended family trip, and so they just had such a blast with their cousins, and it was just really fun seeing them you know, create those memories with each other. Another thing that really stands out to me as a highlight is just new connections that I've made with like-minded women in a similar space. They're mothers of young children. They are actively pursuing their dreams, their passions, running an online business, and just it's so great to have those connections with women who have similar interests as you because they can help you know, support you and you can give them support also, and it just can be really a blessing when you're you're trying to, you know, balance those dreams and motherhood. And so that's something that I have come to really appreciate having cultivated this year. 
Those are just a few things on my highlights list. But again, just think about what are those highlights? What are the memories, the things that stand out to me that I am grateful for and consider to be a blessing in my life? Go ahead, write those down in your journal. All right, so next for prompt number three, you're going to write down what are some wins in 2023? So maybe you decluttered your house. Uh, Maybe you started homeschooling. Maybe you learned something new. Did you read more? Maybe you, I don't know, trained to run a marathon or something. I don't know. But think about the things in your life, no matter how big or small, that you would consider a win of 2023 and write it down because it all counts. And this just helps you to, again, just think, you know, wow, there were some really awesome accomplishments that happened in 2023. And that can help, you know, motivate you as you go to set new goals and go to, you know, create a new vision for 2024 to look back and think, you know, there were some awesome things in 2023 that I can chalk up to a win. So it's really important to consider those and write them down. So for me, I would say my wins this year really would be consistently spending time with God in prayer each morning. And, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, that whole Spotify wrapped story that they provide you. And that was one thing that really it did bring to awareness some of the music that I consistently played and listened to was ambient music. And I use ambient music in my prayer to help me to stay focused. And that was literally like the top genre that I listened to. So that called to mind the fact that I really did cultivate my relationship with God this year. And that's something that I'm thankful for. And I, you know, praise God for, because, you know, even though in my spiritual life and in everyone's spiritual life, there's this ebb and flow, these ups and downs, it's, it's good to know that, you know, that was something that I committed to and I was able to stay consistent with. And then another one was getting off of social media. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I was spending a lot of time marketing my business on social media and feeling like I had to show up there every day. But as a mom of four, it was literally just taking up way too much of my time. I knew that I did not want to continue that. It wasn't sustainable for me. And so I decided at the beginning of April that I was going to give it up. I was going to at least give myself a 30-day break. And that ended up being basically a complete break from social media. Every now and then, Instagram specifically, I still go on, but I rarely post. It's not something that I feel pressure to show up in anymore. And it's really honestly helped me in terms of staying focused on the things that I'm called to do because I'm not constantly seeing what everyone else is up to and what's going on in their lives. It really helps keep that temptation to comparison down because I'm not showing up there anymore. And that leads me into the other win, which is that I started this podcast that was actually birthed from that decision to stop social media. It was actually something that I wrote on um, my planner for my bucket list item was to start a podcast this year. And taking that hiatus from social media actually opened up the space for this to come to fruition. So that was another win. And there are a few more that I have written down that I don't want to have to go into for the sake of trying to be a little bit more concise with this episode, but yes, writing down your wins can really help call to mind that, you know, there are so many things that we can be thankful for. So what are the wins in your 2023? 
write those down in your journal. All right. So the next prompt is what were some challenges in 2023? You know, what didn't seem to work as well as you wanted it to? Maybe even what were some failures that you might have experienced? Writing those down can really help you to learn, you know, what do I want to focus on moving into 2024? How do I want to address those challenges? How do I want to make a shift in the new year? And so for me on, on the business side of things, I would say something that was challenging for me is really trying to focus my ideas. I have so many ideas, so many, you know, things that I want to pursue so many, projects that I want to complete, it can be really challenging for me to pick one and commit to it and devote my focus to it. And so that's something that has been challenging for me, but I'm realizing, you know, there's this analogy that, you know, sticks out in my mind that if you really want to make progress on your goals, whether that's in business or your personal life, if you were to imagine that you're, I played soccer growing up. So if you were to imagine you are on a soccer field and you have the option to either kick one ball many times or you're kicking, you know, let's say seven balls and you have to kick each of the seven in order until you can go back to the first one and kick that again, right? It, it kind of feels that way. It, it felt like I was trying to kick seven soccer balls down the field when instead I needed to focus on just kicking one soccer ball down the field and making my progress and meeting my goals with that, it kind of felt like my attention was just stretched a little too thin. And so that is something that I've been challenged by. And I realized that I need to do a better job of committing my focus for a period of time to one project before, and you know, to see that through before I start running off with another idea. In my personal life, a challenge for me was, you know, making sure that I was getting enough sleep. As a mom with littles, you know, my youngest, she's two years old, we're still having, you know, sleep struggles with her. And so I can't really do a whole lot about, you know, not getting up in the middle of the night at this point. I'm still waking up in the middle of the night with her. But there's more that I can do around, you know, the amount of time that I get to to sleep by maybe going to bed a little bit earlier than I have been. So I want to do some focus around improving the quantity and the quality of my sleep. And what I mean by the quality is just, you know, integrating more restful, calming, winding down (laughs) type routines at the end of the evening where I'm intentionally putting my phone away, right? I'm not looking at a screen right before I try to go to sleep to, to start build more rituals around setting the tone for the type of rest that I want to get. And that happens before you let your head down on your pillow. Another challenge in my personal life would just have been my energy levels. Again, being a mom, homeschooling mom, It takes a lot out of you. And so I want to do a better job of really focusing on hydrating better, eating more nourishing foods, and really committing to more variety of exercise. I know I was really embracing gentle stretching exercises this year, and I really love them. I'm going to continue doing those 
in the new year, but I do want to focus on bringing in more strength building exercises, more core strengthening exercises like Pilates, things like that to, you know, start to promote my health in new ways that maybe I've neglected this year. Now, when it comes to failures, I was thinking about this and I was trying to write down like, where do I really feel like I failed in the year? And to be honest, not a whole lot came up. And that really shed some light on the fact that I might be playing a little bit smaller than I really want to. And this is more in terms of my business. I wasn't really experiencing any failure around my business. And honestly, I would say the failure would be not showing up more, not taking bigger action. I was playing it safe this year. And to me, that would have been the failure that I didn't really do anything that caused me to quote unquote fail. And so, yeah, like I said, it just thinking about these things can oftentimes make you think like, (laughs) if you think, okay, I haven't failed, like on one hand, you're thinking that's great. But on the other hand, you're thinking, well, maybe it's because I am, you know, maybe playing a little bit small, maybe not really pursuing goals that stretch me out of my comfort zone. Right. So for you, I want you to think about that. Think about What were some challenges you faced and what were your failures if you had any? And if you didn't, you know, do you want to challenge yourself more in the new year? So this can be a really powerful question to consider. All right. So moving on to the last question, the last prompt for this yearly reflection is what were some of your key takeaways from 2023? What did you learn? This question, it can be so powerful because it really helps to give greater meaning and context around your experiences with the new year. And that's going to allow you to really move into the new year with greater hope and intention and really help to shape you know, how you want to align yourself with your goals for the new year. And so for me, I would say you know, like I said, around my business, I want to cultivate greater focus. I want to, you know, really do a better job of planning around what ideas I'm pursuing and give them my full attention instead of trying to divide my attention among many projects. I really want to cultivate that commitment and follow through with one idea at a time because as a mom with with limited time around pursuing these projects and ideas, I know that when I narrow my focus, I'm going to accomplish so much more than when I am spreading my attention among you know, a variety of things at one time. So that's a key takeaway for me. And then another one is that, you know, getting outside perspective can really help create necessary shifts in your own. And just as an example, you know, financial coaching, having a coach about our finances really helped us to zoom out of how we were feeling about our finances and get a bigger picture of in a more realistic image of where we were and for me it's oftentimes it was it was illuminating to me to think you know we're actually doing better than i thought we were right and having a coach she really helped let let us know that you know we were actually doing a good job yes there are things that you can improve on and that's what we worked on and of course that's what we're taking with us into the new year but 
she actually helped us to see that we were doing a better job than we thought. So I learned that having that outside perspective can be so valuable. And that's why I think coaching is such a great investment because you have someone reflecting back to your situation. You have someone supporting you, someone who has your back and is encouraging you to make progress on your goals and to move forward. Another area that I realized I wanted to focus on in the new year is cultivating a stronger support network so that, you know, I can, like I mentioned, you know, having spread myself a little thin, having, you know, more resources when it comes to having support for childcare, whether that means, you know, hiring a new babysitter so that we're not just relying on family, you know, when my husband and I want to go on a date, or even if I just, you know, need, if I want to have a four hour block of time to focus on my business, hiring a sitter so that my kids are taken care of, they're being invested in, and I get some undivided attention to spend on my business longer than the chunk of time that I have when my little is napping. So yes, definitely cultivating some more support for our family is something that I definitely took away from this year, not really feeling like we had enough of that. So What is that for you? What are your key takeaways for 2023? What did you learn? What were the lessons that you learned? Write those down in your journal. So that is it for this yearly review. I hope that you take the time to go through this. It can be so powerful. It really does help you have that foundation, that starting point for how you want to move forward in the new year. And actually next week, we're going to be talking more about that. We're going to shift our perspective from looking back to looking forward. So this week, make sure if you haven't done it, if you didn't do it, just you know, listening to this episode If you haven't done that, spend some time, plan some time to sit down and do this yearly reflection. I promise you that it is time well spent and share with me in the Facebook group. You can join if you haven't go to madetobecommunity.com. You can join our Facebook group there and then you can share what your key takeaways were from your yearly reflection. I am so excited to, to see You go through this process to hear what your takeaways are. I pray and hope that this blessed you. And like I said, I will see you next week. I'm excited to share with you, you know, ways that you can look ahead in the future and how you want to show up in 2024. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the Made to Be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.